This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. Everybody. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I'm one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm the nerd. I can't do it alone. You're the... Nerd out. How the hell are you? Wonderful. What's going on? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm great, man. Happy couple days after Christmas. How was it? Let's get into it. It was all right. It's, yeah. it's not fun anymore. That's the truth, man. The kids aren't little. <laughs> It's not as fun. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. Woke up at 
seven o'clock ish or something like that. It was the latest I woke up in a while, and it just happened to be on Christmas, the day you think you're supposed to wake up early. And it just didn't feel like a Christmas to me, man. Like, kind of woke up and was like, oh, here we go. We got to do this. Yeah. Everybody was kind of just still, like, kind of not really caring as much. All right, they want to do this. All right, let's go do it. And everyone did it, kind of open their presents and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It just kind of happened, you know? It's just, it's 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 really not special anymore. Like, once you become an adult, it's just, just lose this luster. And then you have kids, obviously. But then when your kids get older, there's really nothing to really look forward to you know and it, it sucked for us so. yeah and they didn't really have a list sad. this year so it was hmm. just like ugh. Uh, i'm glad it's over though i mean they got nice stuff obviously everybody was happy with what they got but i don't, I don't know i wonder if other parents out there feel the same way like once your kids start getting older you, it loses a lot of the magic you know because yeah. I, I feel like a kid's innocence is like really something that you you can like feel it you know around christmas time like the kids they get all excited and it's like infectious almost you know like you feel it too they get excited about santa claus they want to wake up and you know go to bed early and they're all excited won't shut about it. it it does make you feel like it gets you into the spirit it just didn't happen this year but besides that what else has been going on in your life nothing absolutely nothing not watching anything hmm. haven't really done anything just to watch an amazing race. That's about it. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what show I want to get into. So okay. that's that's really it. I have, I have not done anything. It's well, been you raining. Kind of fucking talked about jumping on bandwagon yet again. Something I'm watching. So piggybacking yet again. Yeah, but you watch too slow, so I have to wait <laughs> until you're almost done before I can start. Why would you want to do but that? But like, but the thing is, like, you start watching these shows. I'm like, oh, that was a good one, yeah. and then it makes me fucking want to rewatch it. And I keep asking you, well, what's happening? And you'll tell me, I'm like, oh, I really want to watch. <laughs> want to watch. But you're you like, on season what? No, I did. It was, it, was, it was a while ago. I think a month. It feels like it's been a month. No, it hasn't been a freaking month. I've yeah. been literally re-watching Amazing Race and Big Brother like the last few months, so. Well, I guess since you didn't watch anything, I'll get into what I watched then. Yeah. And might as well, we're talking about the show, might as well get into that first. And <clears throat> normally I talk about what I watched and I leave the best thing for last. But this one, I've been kind of talking to you about it because I was so excited to find a new show. <laughs> and I start talking about it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to save it for the show. Let's just let's just save it because I don't want to have to repeat myself. And then I come out and start talking about something else. Yeah. So I'm finally getting to talk about this show. And I'm talking about One Tree Hill. Um, Yay! So it's an interesting <laughs> show, man. It really is. It's got... A lot of things that I would think that I should hate on the on the uh, onset of a show, and a lot of things I like. The first thing that jumped out at me was it reminded me a lot of Varsity Blues, the movie. Yeah, a lot, and I love that movie, man. It was a staple of my of my youth growing up, and as a teenager, you know, you play football and you watch the football movie, and you're in high school. This movie happens to take place in high school. It was really cool, like young actors that everyone recognized, whatnot. Really good stuff. This one was in the same vein. It was just instead of football, it's basketball. And it's about these two brothers that are like half brothers. Their dad's a piece of shit and treats one like garbage. You know, the one's a star pupil, star basketball player. He's like the the dad's favorite, obviously. And he treats the other one like complete garbage. And of course, they're both basketball players and they're competing for a spot in the team. Dad's affection and and various girls in the high school that they're both competing at or whatever. And it's just a really good show. It, It reminds me a lot of a bunch of different things and a lot of different things that I like. I'll put it in the one show. Like you got the Varsity Blues reference. The last episode I watched, there was a fucking cheerleading competition, and the girls bring that they were on. competing against just had the Bring It On girls' colors. It was like a match made in that. The Rancho Carne Toros, they had their colors in the scene, so I'm like, oh my god, they had a cheer competition. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, where's the show been? <clears throat> and they've got really good characters too. I like pretty much all the characters. There's really not one I hate except for the dad. And I don't think I'll ever like this guy. Because the dad looks like the first bad guy that gets beat up in every Steven Seagal movie. You know, he he looks like a fucking thug that you'd see like getting like karate chopped in the throat and beat up. Yeah. Like an Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Just get his ass kicked before he, he fights the guy. You don't like him because the way he looks. And I couldn't, yeah. I just couldn't stand his fucking character. His character would piss me off. Dude, he looks like a soap opera bad guy. He does. He just, he looks so comical. He looks like an old man that is aging faster than he would like, and he's trying desperately to hang on to his youth. I mean, he's got a fucking obvious hairpiece on, and he obviously dyes the fucking absolute shit out of that hair dye. It's, his hair is, 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 is so black, the shit would make the color black fucking stand out. You know, like, it, it's that bad. It's, it's really just... Awful, but enough about the dad. There's so much good to talk about on the show. <laughs> My favorite character so far would be Brooke. Big surprise yeah. there, uh, Sophia Bush. I'm, I'm very fond of her and her cute little mole and her dimples. <laughs> she's a, she's a very good actress, not really, but I like her. <laughs> she's very good in her role, and I just don't understand why this. I don't get why she's not more popular. I mean, she's like the perfect high school girlfriend, and they treat her like complete dog shit. And it's like she's a sweet girl. Mm-hmm. Who's throwing pussy at this guy? And he just, no, I don't want it. I don't want it, man. No, no, no. And I'm like, man, I, man, put me on that show. I, I would have worn, worn her the fuck out. She's really good, though, um, on that show. And my favorite character would probably be the coach, I think, the high school basketball coach. Yeah. I like the way he puts that asshole dad in his place. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. The show was so fucking comically bad. It's good. Mm hmm. The storylines are just so contrived from like 90s, 90210. We've seen this a million times. We've seen this exact same show, just has a different name, different actors playing different parts. It, it feels like it's nothing's original. I mean, it's it's borrows from a lot of different things, but it does it well. This show, I believe, came out in the very early 2000s. Yeah. Like, early, early. You can tell when you first start watching, yeah. like, the quality is just like, oh. But then it's been, it was on for nine years, so it gets better. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that freaking show. Even though you did skip a couple seasons, you said near the end. I no season seven, season six ended so good, and then I went to season seven. <laughs> yep, that's the end. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then I fast forwarded certain scenes, not all of them. Uh, people I liked, I like. I kept watching their scenes, so I knew I, I knew what the hell was going on. That so that was season seven for me, and then season eight, I I started watching. It got better, and then season nine was good. Yeah. So season seven was like a freaking fast forward for me. I, I was so I aggravated, to to. pissed Great. off. <laughs> season seven of Vampire Diaries too, or was it six? Um, I think it was season seven. This one's got a pretty good cast. I'm liking everything that's going on so far. I only really dislike one of the characters. Yeah. One major takeaway for this show is I love the fact that after I watch an episode, I feel good afterwards. It's like a good feeling. You don't feel like a piece of shit watching something where like people are getting killed and murdered and maimed, mm-hmm. raped and tortured. Like, how much of that shit can you see? Yeah. These are like wholesome. It's a wholesome show. It's one of those things. Uh, I think I told you the last time I felt like that after watching the show was Parenthood. Yeah. Years back, that show came out. It's like you always came out of that feeling like you, you felt all right. You didn't feel terrible, you know? And there's so much bad stuff out there to watch. It's, it's refreshing to find something different, you know? Someone's not looking over their shoulder after an episode about to get killed or 
some horrible thing is getting thrown in your face. It's just a dumb, mindless show. There was already a car accident. The guy recovered an episode later, and I'm like, what the fuck? All right, whatever. I'm in. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in. I don't care. I just... Sometimes you just got to look the other way with these shows and just watch it for what it is, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's a pretty decent show. It does everything that it steals from very well. It, it, it's There's no shame in All the characters are awesome. Like, I yeah. even like the side characters. You know, yeah. it was all good. And it has an awesome opening song. That song is great, man. <laughs> that song is great. That's going to be the new... Uh, it makes you want to sing when it's playing. Every time, man. I fucking hear the first couple of parts. I'm like, I just want to keep watching it. But then I, I always skip the intros. Ew. But I, I, that one I, I will watch for a little bit. It's it's probably my second favorite intro so far. Right behind Pretty Little Liars. I don't think anything's going to beat that one. That's just a great intro. Yeah. Fucking great intro. And it's short. It's cute. And it's quick. You know, it's just really cool. But so far, so good on One Tree Hill. I'm almost, I'm almost done with the first season. I think I'm on like episode 18 or some shit like that. Yeah, see, they, that, that's the thing. Like, if you want a long show to watch, One yeah. Tree Hill is the one to do because it might be too long for me, man. It's nine seasons with at least 22 episodes a season. Yeah. A couple of them had 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tough for me to get through. It's, it's a long I, time. I, oh, my God. When I saw how many seasons, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is right up my alley. <laughs> it's a bear of a series for me, man. I'm not good with a long series. For me, 100 episodes is like my limit. If it goes past that, I start to feel a little bit discouraged with, yeah. my, with my anxiety. Like I just want to consume it all as quick as possible and get to the next thing. And when there's so many episodes, I know it's going to start to suck. And I'm like, do I want to invest this much time in the show? Yes, because it's good. That was my fear with Supernatural. I'm like, this is fucking 15 seasons, and I know I'm not going to make it. I kept saying I'm not going to make it. We were placing bets if I was going to make it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a good show. And then I, I was like, I'm going to make it. And then like season seven or eight happened or whatever it was. That was really bad for two seasons. And I'm like, oh, man. And then I carried through, and it got even better, and it finished phenomenally. And it was my second favorite show of all time, probably. So, I mean... This one has potential. It really does. I, I think with the teenage stuff that they're doing, the relationships eventually are going to grow out of it, which yeah. is which is nice. You're going to see them evolve in different people, careers, babies moving on, getting married and shit. So yeah, because you're in season good. one. What grade are they in? Uh, they're they're in high I'm, school. I know it's high school. I have but no I idea. Because it's on for nine years. Well, so. they're all at the bar drinking every night. So I mean, <laughs> they fucking I, I could have sworn they were my age. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, like, I know these girls are cute in the show, and of course, if they go on with a fake ID, the guys are going to be like, oh, it's fake, but fuck it, you're cute, come on yeah. in. You, you know, it, it happens in real life, it always did. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, it happened, we get turned away, and the girls would get fucking brought in, we're like, oh, fuck us, I guess we're jerking off tonight, guys. <laughs> Separately. <laughs> Obviously, but yeah, but, but they, I don't know, man. Really good show. I also watched, guess what came back? Cobra Kai? No, uh, Marvel's What If series came back. Oh. Oh, good. Oh, my goodness. And let me just get any, into a Any quick... good ones? Any good characters? One of them. One okay. of them was really good. Uh, so, it was Guardians of the Galaxy focus. And I don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I fucking won on my hatred of them already. <laughs> they did have one with Nebula. It was all focused on Nebula. It was the first one. I'm like, yeah, skip this one. I've watched like 10 minutes. Like, I don't give a fuck about this bitch. Yeah. They have the real people voicing the actors, a lot of them. So, that was pretty good. The second one was another one, like what if Star-Lord was, was, was given to his actual father instead, and they had a lot of the Avengers guest starred in that one. Oh, that's cool. And so that that was a good one, too. I'm like, all right, yeah. well, th- this one's good. And I watched that one. The third one, I can't remember exactly what the third one was. I was That was probably when the, when the binoid kicked in a little bit. But I liked the third one, so it was pretty good. And they're releasing them weekly or something like that. Oh, God. 
Yeah, and shows I know. need to stop doing. Well, like, this isn't I a show. It. It, it's a one-off but, every week. So uh, it it's not really a bingeable thing. You you watch thirty minutes, it's done. It's over and done. It's not like a yeah, but some some of those episodes were actually good, brilliantly done. Yeah, and this restores my so. faith in Marvel and DC is when they do animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Stop making these big box office fucking flops. Aquaman. Fucking, how much do you think a big budget movie like Aquaman would have made over a fucking holiday weekend? Oh, is that out? Yep, it's out. Guess how much money it made. If you uh, have a guess, the superhero movie, big time actor in it. 20 million? I don't know. 40. Which really? Is, it made that much? People are showing it's, out it's, to see? It's, But they're saying that was a huge flop. I mean, you would think 100 million for a fucking superhero thing. I mean, that's yeah, like the benchmark on the holiday. <laughs> Really? Yeah, hundred million. Like you know, like remember when Will Smith was popular back in the nineties, and it's like he, Independence Day came out, hundred million dollars over Who the weekend. Who the hell goes to the movies for Christmas? Some some people. That's don't. a cool tradition. It is. I mean, <laughs> like... never thought to do that. I'm, I was yeah. always growing up. I was always stuck at some family member's house and wanted to leave. Can you imagine <laughs> having a parent that tries to be hip and they're like, "Hey, you want to go see that new superhero movie?" It's... And you're like, yeah, sure, Dad. Which one? Aquaman. You're like, oh fuck, yeah. yeah. No. I, I didn't even watch. Great. I didn't watch uh, the first one. This Guy is the second one, fish. right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even watch the first one because fuck Aquaman. I don't. No. Yeah, he fucking absolutely sucks. This, supposedly this guy's good that plays him. I, I don't know. I don't care. I liked him in a couple of the Game of Thrones. He was really good as a Ivan Drago, so I like to call him Ivan. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. But no. But yeah, Marvel's weather series is pretty good. And I want to get into a quick rant about Disney, ESPN, and fucking Hulu real quick. Because NFL was on the other day, and there was a bunch of shit. And I've ranted about this before. How they give you this fucking ESPN pass, and you get all three in the bundle. And that's what we were doing. For some reason, ESPN, the articles don't work. Yeah. You go on the website, you say, you log in, you log in with your credentials, congratulations, start streaming, you can read all the articles. You click on the article, it says, oh, you must purchase this to buy it. I'm like, I'm like, I must be doing something wrong. Every time I go on there, I have them refresh the account. They have me do a bunch of things. It fucks everything up. You log in, it works again for another couple of days. And then it goes away again. Did this happen yesterday? It happened yesterday. Okay, because I'm like, what? What happened to my Hulu? I can't get it. <laughs> well, this is why that happened. So I went on there and I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm sick and tired of this shit. I was like, what's the difference between this package and the one without ESPN? Mm-hmm. Well, you say five bucks a month. So I'm like, oh, let's just fucking get rid of it. I don't, I mean, I only had this for the articles that are exclusive articles that are like behind the scenes things that I like to read. Right. I never used the app to watch anything because I, I don't care about old sports. I don't like watching things I can already look up the outcome for really. You know, it doesn't really <clears> matter to me. So I, I dropped like, all right, you've got to refresh your account. And they kicked all the devices out and I downgraded it and they gave me a $5 credit for next month. Okay. Because it already built for this month. So no more ESPN. I just said, fuck that. That now we sucks. Got... They need to fix that or do something. Because like, yeah. every time every time you would yeah. go on there, it would happen. Every time I, I got fed up, you were getting fed up with me changing shit all the time. Because yeah, I would cause... have to go on oh, there. Oh, my God. And, they, and they'd say, well, you have to do this. We have to refresh your account. we got to do this and do that. And I'm like, all right, it fucking works again. And then it would, a couple days later, it just stopped working. So yeah. fuck that, man. So I got rid of ESPN. And I am fucking ecstatic about it. Because now shit will actually... Now, at least when I click on the article and it says you can't do it, at least well, I'm not paying for it. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. But. Are you using the Hulu app or are you just using Disney now? I'm going to use Hulu until they kick us off. See, so am I. I don't like Hulu right. on Disney. Until they kick us off. I did not like it. None of my stuff carried over. I've got watch Nothing. lists. I, yeah. I was finally making like lists. I had things to watch later. I was creating lists. I, I was I was exploring it yesterday. Like it, It's been like this on the app for a while now. 
But I actually looked in uh, Disney Plus yesterday, and I'm like, I don't like this Hulu on here. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. I can't freaking find anything. Yeah. I don't like that. Eventually, it'll be the only way to do it. I know. I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to be happy about that. I mean, what would be cool is if like you open up the the Disney app. And it said, all right, which one would you like? And it was like a, like a hub. You click Disney, Hulu, or ESPN if you were to just pay five bucks to get ripped off and not be able to use your shit. And then you click on the hub and it pulls up the old hub, like the old way it used to look. Like your mm-hmm. own individual thing separate from all the other shit. It just makes more sense that way, you know? It, it just yeah. does. I mean, HBO Max is probably my favorite of the apps still because it's got it figured out. I mean, it, it looks the best out of all the ones, I think. It's the best. So let's talk about what we were talking about a little while ago about the show and what we were thinking about doing this year. And we've been doing this thing now for what five years? At least I think it might be even more than that. It'll probably, it'll probably about five years, a little bit more. I mean, we've laughed, we cried, we had a lot of good times in this thing. But every year around this time, our little uh, you know our little deal, I guess you want to call it, with Podbean comes up on, on, on the twenty eighth of December of every month. Yeah. Or every year rather, and you know we normally it's it's an easy decision like oh let's just you know fuck it let's just keep it going. But the other day, I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I had a lot of time to think of it. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, this is the only time I ever had to actually think. It wasn't like an automatic for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's about the time you have to start questioning things. Like, is this something I want to keep doing? Is this something we want to keep doing? And so I brought it up to you, and I'm like, so what do you want to do? And we were both trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. When you've been doing something for so long, it becomes a part of your routine and something that you do. And I made mention to the fact, like, shit, this is, this is this would leave a little bit of a void. Like, what would we fill it with? And I guess that's something we're going to have to talk about TV. in the coming days. Well, yeah, I, would, I didn't need anything well, to fill a you void. you and your fucking TV. Yeah, I'd be fine. Well, maybe I could, too, because <laughs> I guess maybe we answered the question. <laughs> I'm good. It's only an hour, three yeah. times a week. So yeah. So ultimately, what we decided on was not doing a year yeah, of no. shows. We're just going to do a month-to-month thing and feel it out, see how we're going to you know, feel about it on a month-to-month basis. But we're not going to just up and leave people high and dry. We're not going to yeah. fucking disappear without saying goodbye or anything. But we will do a final episode. If it comes to that point, we may not decide to end the thing. But that's the decision we're going to be going in uh, the direction next year. I think we're going to go just month-to-month, see how, see how we still feel. If we still feel like you know we're going to want to keep doing it, we're going to keep doing it. If not, we're just going to pull the plug. And then we won't be tied into anything long-term. So month-to-month is where we're going to go. And... Kind of gauge and see how things are going to be, you know. And I've got personal goals set aside for next year, so I got some goals for the show too, and see how those things go. I mean, everything will kind of interact with each other and you know, figure things out from there, I guess, based off how things turn out, right? Yeah. But I am excited because today's Wednesday, and we're going to make it to Friday. I just have a really strong feeling, even though work is. Uh, I hate being back after having all these days off. You know how hard it is to go back. Oh, I know. Oh. Fucking A, it's tough, man. But At least you're home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? You do need a different job, though. Yeah. This job isn't doing it. <laughs> it ain't doing it for me, man. And and that's something else. I'm just going to get my uh, you know ducks in a row and just figure out what the hell I, I want to do going forward. And I got a couple more days before I got to do my New Year's resolutions. Like you, don't, you don't need a job. You don't have to love your job, but you can't be no. hounded and harassed. Yeah. Every, it, doesn't, it makes you not want to even freaking go. So That's starting up again. I told you about the holiday yeah. card thing, right? Did I talk about that in the show? Yeah. I was the only person that didn't fill out the damn thing that I wanted a holiday card from work, and I was getting fucking harassed about that and shit. I was the only person that didn't want one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I just don't want you guys to waste the fucking cardboard. You know? Like they wanted pictures of the dogs and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like they're harassing you all the time, it's and then really you, the phone calls don't stop. Like you're yeah, out, it's nonstop. <laughs> you get no break. So <laughs> yeah, like. 
Oh Lord! I'm like, I'm like, listen. Some people can do that shit, but me, man, I have anxiety. I got anger issues. I got no patience. It's it's not good for me, you know. So my goal for next year is is to just be happy. I think I think that's gonna be my main <laughs> the, resolution. You're you're what the hell was it? It was Thursday, Thursday. I was hanging your up very your very first phone call. You were so mad. You yelled at the dude. Yeah. And you're like, fuck this. I'm taking tomorrow off, and too. And I did. I took tomorrow off. I turned a four-day into a five-day. The first guy, dude. I forget who it was, but... I remember... I was like, I was like, I was like... I was like holy many, shit, dude. I was like, holy shit. How many times I got to say this to you? I mean, the guy asked me the same question like three or four different times. And I answered it the same way. And then he asked me again. And, and I just stopped and gave a few seconds of silence. And he goes, hello? And I'm like, holy shit, man. How many times do I have to tell you the same damn thing? Fucking click hung up on his ass like fuck man. I get it. I get it, people. It's I just, thought that was so funny. That was the first phone call Thursday. You came out. You're like, yeah, I'm taking tomorrow. Off. It's just. A, I mean, it's yeah. The, it's a character flaw, oh, I guess. It's, it's just the way that I am, man. It's just the way I am. I can't. I can't do. I can't. You're a fucking grown ass adult. If I call up a company and I'm like, hey, what's one plus one? And the guy's like two. I called you because I don't know the answer. You gave it to me quickly, concisely, and you sounded confident in your answer. I'm going to accept that. Thank you for giving me the answer. One plus one is two. You have a great day. Enjoy your holiday. Click. That's it. This guy'd be like, so what if I subtract another one, then add that one back? What's it come out to? It still comes out to two. What if I do one plus one minus one plus one again? Same, same thing, sir. Well, what about if I shut the fuck? You know, like that's the kind of shit I deal with all day long. Obviously, that one plus one isn't the question, but it may as well be because it's like just as simple and just as concise and to the point. But let's get into some topics here before I go off too much about how much I hate my fucking life and uh, get on into it. <laughs> I just jump from work to life. I just fucking, let's just throw it all together. But now I feel pretty good, though, otherwise. What about you? Yeah, I'm good. 2023 was a great year. I think 2024 is going to be an even better one. I'm, I'm hoping so, at least from a personal, professional life standpoint, I think it'll be even better. And uh, we'll talk about more of that on Friday before our live show and, you know, get that stuff out of the way, some predictions for the new year and all that good stuff. But before then, we got to get to it first. So we'll snack out some topics here, shall we? Yep. You got anything good today or are you on some bad stuff? I have nothing bad, I don't think. Good, good, good. So if I talk about no, Disney. No, no murder. No murder. I think I might have you covered on that one. But listen, let's get into Disney, man. So, whenever you think about Disney, you think about perversion. And this guy didn't disappoint, man. This one employee from Disney World was charged with 32 counts of child pornography. Oh, God. This is a person that works in a theme park that is fucking a magnet for children. I mean, what, yeah. the, why do you think they show all these commercials during cartoons? Because that's designed to bring children. Oh, Disney, Walt Disney World, in the middle of your fucking SpongeBob, because you want your kids... To see this, so they can fucking harass the parents, you know? And this is the kind of people they hire. He was charged with 32 counts of child pornography after authorities executed a search warrant of his home. The Hernando County Sheriff's Office said in the post on Facebook, they began an investigation into Michael Foster after receiving information on December 16th that an individual at his residence possibly was in possession of child pornography. Foster was an overnight mechanic at Walt Disney World. Detectives then seized a flash drive and several SD cards that were allegedly in a book bag that belonged to Foster. You know, that's an interesting thing to bring up here. What? They showed up at his house and said, someone in this house may have done it. Imagine you're living in a, like a, a complex or something that, that offers free Wi-Fi to everyone. Mm -hmm. And everyone goes on this because you're paying your fucking, you know, your, your monthly rent or whatever. 
and one of the people in this apartment complex is a pervert, does that mean the feds just come in and harass everybody there? Like, hey. There's got to be a way that they can narrow it down to what build, uh, what. By building? I don't know. They, I know they could do IP house. address. Yeah, like there's got to be a way they can narrow it down, not go around harassing every single person on the Wi-Fi. I mean, devices you can. Like, let's say if you do something from your iPad or something. They can say, all right, well, it came from this address, but, it, but we can pinpoint it to the household from this address. Maybe they could do it that way. Like, we, we need everyone's devices in this fucking, like, 300-room complex. Yeah. But maybe what they can do to get around that is, like, you have your own individual logins per room, maybe. Who knows? To get on the Wi-Fi. Huh? When detectives executed a search warrant, they found several additional digital storage devices. They said a foster admitted to viewing and downloading the pornographic images and also admitted to owning a flash drive, SD cards, and book bag. Some of these uh, pictures that they found were actually pictures of children at the park. Oh, my God. From his personal cell phone, too. He was arrested and charged with 32 counts of possession and child pornography and placed in jail under a $320,000 bond. Of course, Walt Disney uh, spokespeople told Fox News Digital, the individual is no longer with the company. Well, I would hope not. He secretly got promoted to fucking CEO, I'm sure, after that. That's true. Uh, it's Disney, man. It's a shame. I really wish that people that did horrible shit like that, and there was a good Black Mirror episode about this where the person was like, you can tell who the bad people were. They had like a fucking thing about them. They weren't like people. Like, I can look at you across the fucking table here and see a human being, but if you did something bad, or if I wanted to get rid of you, like, you'd just be a blur. Like, you can delete people from your life but not kill them. Like, you just wouldn't see them anymore. How, like, no, you block someone nice. on a video game. Can we do that to everyone on the street? Dude, my fucking <laughs> so world would be empty. So I get the mail? <laughs> It'd be fucking empty. It'd be like, where is everybody? I'd be walking to people's houses. They would just see, like, their door open. Like, who the fuck is... Oh, it must be that guy next door that hates us just walking around doing shit. He thinks we're really gone. We just can't see him. <laughs> oh, my God. But there you go, man. That's Disney right there for you. I, it's not just Disney. It's, it's even scarier, bigger than Disney, the fact that these people in plain sight, they can hide, you know? Mm-hmm. Until they get caught. How many of these people aren't getting caught? Oh, I'm sure tons of them. They're probably all over the place. How does this stuff make it on the internet? I'm not calling for more censorship of the internet, but how does this kind of shit get on websites and last? Because it has to be hosted somewhere. You can't just host anything you want to put on the internet indefinitely, forever and ever. I mean, there's got to be some way to catch that shit. We were talking about a possible ending of the show here, and now we can just segue that into the end of the world because NASA launches a mission to intercept God of Chaos asteroid before it scratches the Earth's orbit. Oh, God. I don't know about you, but if there's an asteroid called God of Chaos hurling towards the Earth, I don't want them to touch this thing. I want them to let it hit and see what chaos it causes. Because I am fucking ready, man. I am so ready for this. So this is, I mean... Would we be able to see it? That'd be kind of (laughs) cool. I've heard different things about the end of the universe. And one of the things I was just listening to the other day really fascinated me. And they were saying how, you know, humans as we exist right now don't matter. The the earth will spit us up and, you know, chew us up and spit us up. We are going to be extinct. And one of the theories was like all the shit that we have now, internet, cell phones, could have been around years and years ago before the first eradication. And then we just came back to something different, like a less evolved species or some shit like that. We rebuilt, became what we were, and we had to relearn everything all over again. And now we're back to where we were. And now it's time to reset again with an asteroid or some shit. Weird fucking off-the-wall type theory that, you know, not sure if it's real or not. It's just interesting to read this kind of stuff. And then you start thinking about stuff like this where, you know, all it takes is one asteroid. One one solar flare or something that can wipe everything out here. Mm-hmm. And what happens when we're wiped out? The Earth will still be here. 
It might it may look fucked up a little bit, but the earth will heal, it will regrow, and then what will take its place? <clears throat> Not us. We're so flim we've only been around for a couple thousand years. The earth's been around for billions, you know? We're nothing. How many versions of us before we came around were there that they're extinct and gone? We'll be extinct one day. Yeah. Cocky bastards. It'll be the best thing that ever happened to this earth is when we're fucking gone. And hopefully this uh, god of chaos does it. First off, it's a historic mission to collect samples from an asteroid in deep space. NASA's OSIRIS-REx spacecraft has its newest assignment, studying another asteroid during its close encounter with Earth. OSIRIS-REx ended its seven-year, four-billion-mile round-trip journey to collect samples from the space rock Bennu in September. But instead of shutting down the craft, the team proposed sending it on a second mission to the asteroid Apophis, expected to pass closer to Earth in 2029 than any other similarly-sized asteroid in recorded history. They're renaming the spacecraft Osiris Apex. The, they, uh, the close approach is a great natural experiment, Danny Mendoza de la Guastina, principal investigator for Osiris Apex, said in a NASA press release next week. <clears throat> we know that tidal forces and the accumulation of rubble pile material are, for, are foundational processes that could play a role in planet formulation. They can inform how we got from debris in the early solar system to full-blown planets, because that will change our lives how? On this earth. If, if we find that information out. If we find out how solar systems and planets are formed. What does that do for us? Are we going to build our own? No, it ain't going to happen. So why do we fucking care? Did you ever hear of the phrase curiosity killed the cat? Our curiosity has killed a lot of cats over the years. Because it costs us billions and trillions and unheard of amounts of money. Studying stuff that in the end, at the end of the day. We either can't stop it, so it doesn't matter, or it can't help us, so it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So why are we going after this stuff? They're saying we can stop an asteroid before it hits us. We can see it coming. What are they going to do, though? Are they going to do something like Armageddon? (laughs) Maybe. They're fucking blowing up. I hope they don't. I hope they fail like they failed in doing everything else. I I hope they do, and we deserve to be eradicated just based off how stupid we are to each other. But they're saying that they can shoot down these asteroids, so they're really not that big of a threat to us. Except if it comes from behind the sun, because the sun is so large, it's such a humongous mass of, of, of area, and there's so much light coming from it that you can't see behind it. Things coming from behind it. So we'd have to sneak up from behind the sun and make it this way. That's the only way it would hit us on the Earth. So I'm praying that something like that fucking happens. Just, just, just mercifully, quick and mercifully, just fucking just evaporate us from the Earth. You're so depressing. <laughs> no, it's depressing. That'd be great. Can you imagine one second you're at work just getting shit from your boss, the asteroid hits the next second, you're sipping a Mai Tai in your own private heaven? I mean, holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that what we all should want? Oh, God. That's only if you're confident. These other motherfuckers that are, like, stuck in the blood of children and stay alive, they're afraid of death, know where they're going. That's why they're trying to do these these fucking methods. Me, I'm ready to go, man. I don't know. What do you got? It was a Christmas miracle gone wrong. Police uh, charged that a 20-year-old woman repeatedly beat her boyfriend with a Christmas tree during a pre-dawn skirmish in the pair's Florida residence on December 24th. How would you like that, to get beaten by a Christmas tree? That might actually happen. This poor dude, according to a court filing, Miracle uh, Rivera, who's 20, and the victim, 24, engaged in a verbal altercation early... Sunday morning in the bedroom of their St. Petersburg home. Cops say the victim separated himself from Rivera and relocated to the living room around 3.40 a.m. on Christmas Eve. 3.40 in the morning, so they are drunk. 
Uh, Rivera allegedly followed the man into the living room where he was lying on the couch when she picked up a Christmas tree and began to strike the victim with it repeatedly. The size of the tree is not detailed in the criminal complaint. The tree battering, investigators allege, resulted in the victim sustaining numerous minor scratches over much of his upper body and arms. Rivera was subsequently arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county jail. She was released from custody around 2.40 p.m. on Christmas Day and has pled not guilty to the misdemeanor count. A judge has ordered Rivera to have no contact with the victim. The tree was not seized as evidence. Hmm. That's going to happen a lot down here because we were at Walmart and there were some fucking trees that were like 50% off. So that could be the new weapon of choice here in the South. You know, the um, there's a food line that we go to all the time. They were giving free Christmas trees away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was Lowe's down here was giving free Christmas trees away um, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Trying to get rid of them all. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't do real trees though. Well, I, mean, I did once, and it what's the point? Came with a mouse, and that freaked me out. So <laughs> never again. There was a mouse in the fucking tree. Yeah, you know, my oh, very shit. first apartment got a freaking awesome real tree, and it came with a mouse. Oh, gee. it can't. Oh, so it was a feature you pay extra for it, or what? No, I did not. Did you keep your receipt? Freaked the hell out, man. Was, oh Jesus! Oh God, what a nightmare. Well, that's interesting stuff, man. I don't know. People were really annoying at the store today, too, from what I've noticed. So we pulled up to one of the lines, and the only reason why we went is because our daughter, she had to get... Part of her Christmas present was getting her hair done. Yeah. <clears throat> so we went and we took her to go, go get her hair cut, and, and it, was, it came out really good. She looked really cute. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. The hair looks all great and everything. But um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. So we go into the store, and we're waiting for her to get her hair done, and they were like 50% off trees, and there was this line of these people that had like multiple different orders of like cheap shit. And as they were checking the cashier, they were looking at every item the cashier scanned. Made did that come off? And they're telling the cashier that cost fifty cents, that cost ten cents. Yeah. And the cashier's like, "Shut the fuck up!" You know, I, they, they know their job, and they were just being really fucking obnoxious. So that's why I will never go to the store the day after a major holiday because <laughs> of shit like that and people like that. Just Valentine's uh, stuff out. Yeah. If anyone's looking. The the mm. Christmas aisles are now covered in Valentine candy. Ridiculous. The women's clothing department has Valentine shirts. Mm-hmm. The men's department has St. Patrick's Day shirts. Unreal. That I noticed last <laughs> week when we were doing Christmas shopping. I'm like, those are St. Patrick's Day shirts? Yeah. It's fucking December. <laughs> I just don't like, get it. God. Lord almighty. Like, I know that those two holidays are small. Holidays compared to Christmas, but it's like those are months away. You don't yeah. why are they out already? <laughs> so odd. Remember during COVID, the fake pandemic, the phony sickness that they sent out there to get people scared <laughs> and control them and shit. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Remember they were saying like, "Oh, we've got all these things out in the sh- like all these ships out there with all these supplies. We can't get the people." Mm-hmm. And that was like, we couldn't get supplies. Now we're getting them fucking months before we should have them, and it's like they're putting them out in the stores. It seems like it's a whole one eighty from that from, you know back then and whatnot. So here we go. I don't know how I should even fucking phrase this one. It's just another ridiculous story by ridiculous people in a ridiculous country. Free tampons and menstrual pads are now required in Canadian government-controlled men's restrooms. Ew, what the fuck, man? 
I understand baby diapers being in there because there are some single dads that will bring a child in there, a baby into the bathroom to change them. I mean, these family changing stations are weird because they're co-ed, I thought, right? Uh, Well, the women's bathroom always has one. Yeah, but the men's doesn't. Right. But they don't put free diapers in there. That That's a really good idea. Why don't they do that? Because they have to put free things like tampons in men's bathrooms. Yeah, that's I'd important. rather have diapers in there. That's a really good idea. There's absolutely no reason for men to have a tampon in that bathroom. Let's just pretend for a second. Let's just pretend that we were, you know, the kind of people that were like, you know what, fine, men can be men, or men can be women and women can be men. There's still no basis to have tampons and the it just doesn't make any sense biologically how can you justify that yeah. as a person with a brain in your head i mean some of these people you can <clears throat> consider them brainless but that's not true you have to have a brain to function to live it's just some people can actually use it to deduce common sense and and have common sense rather these people can't i just can you tell me why this would be a thing why would this be welcomed why is this necessary the women pretending to be men but still, but if you're pretending to be a man, you don't get your period. Exactly, <laughs> you don't get your period. Out, you don't need it. And that's the argument. There is there is. I mean, sure, I, I get it. There are some women that, that claim that they're men and they dress up like men. Okay, well, you, then you don't have a period. So you don't, need you it. don't have a period because you're, you're you're a man, right? Men don't have them. Well, right. well, I have them. Well, then you're not a man. But I am. But no, you're not. And, and then you can get into that whole thing that na 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 na, and it becomes an argument that children would have because this is an argument that children should have mm-hmm. but they don't because they have common sense as adults we just lost it somehow we fight over dumb trivial shit like this that is so cut and dry I, I just don't understand why this has to be a thing I think it's become a, a, a battle of ideologies now and wills it's like hey we know it's wrong on the government side but we need you to obey because we said so and people are like, no, we have common sense, and they're trying to fight the government. It's it, it's a it's a losing battle for both sides because it ends one way. It only ends one way when you fight against the people as the government, or you fight against the government as people. Violence. It's the only way these things ever end. So they got to get their shit straight. So all federally regulated employers in Can- in Canada are now required to stock free feminine hygiene products, such as tampons and menstrual pads, in all restrooms, including men. You know what should happen? All all the real men that go in there to use the restroom is rip them off the damn just wall. Throw, just throw that just throw shit them out. out. I mean, <laughs> can you think just of get a rid of them. waste of funds? Yeah. You've got battered women's shelters. Give them these tampons you're going to just take away from the row and put them in. It's all for show. That's all it is. It's to beat people into a Because if you can push people into giving in on this issue where it's you're obviously blurring the lines of reality and fiction here, you can make them believe in anything that you want. You've broken people at that point. You've already made them choose a vaccine to kill them and sterilize them just to stay employed, just because you could. Now that you know you can do that, you can make them do this. Are they going to start forcing employers and employees to fucking, you know, in order to come to work, you have to do this. You have to use pronouns. You have to do this. You have to, are they going to start doing that now? For Target to stay in business or, hey, for every time we send a person to go in there, you don't have tampons in the men's bathroom, we're going to fine you $100,000 a day because that's discrimination. In the name of what? Because they said so? Because they said a man can be a fucking woman? woman You see what they're doing? They're making up shit that you have to abide by. They're pulling shit out of thin air and making shit up. And people are falling for it. I just don't... This doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway, the new regulations that went into effect earlier this month under Canadian prime jackass Justin Trudeau's left-wing administration 
specify that menstrual products must be in all toilet rooms regardless of their marked genders. This means that every female-identified male-identified in all gender toilet rooms will need to have menstrual products, the website says, noting that the availability of these items better protects the menstruating employees and makes sure that they feel safe to use the toilet room that best reflects their gender. At this point, what we need to do is just rip the signs off the walls and just say, just fucking do what you want, because that's what you're saying anyway. If a fucking dude walks in there, a known pedophile fucking walks into the woman's bathroom, you can't tell him to say no, otherwise you're being told you're a fucking bigot or transphobe, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, like, where do we draw the line with this stuff? I'm not, I'm not just fucking trying to be controversial. I'm asking a question. Where do you draw the line? If you're saying you can, you can go in here, we can't question it, because if we do, we're the bad guys. You go ahead, sir. You go into that. We just saw a couple young girls walk in that bathroom. You can go in there right after him, sir. You're entitled to because you said you checked that box. You see how this, it just, it sounds wrong coming out of my mouth because it's, as it is wrong, but that's the way that they want us to live nowadays. This doesn't make any fucking sense to me, man. If I ever went to a bathroom and saw fucking tampons hanging there, I, I just, I'm already at the point where I'm done with life as it is, man. It's, it's just like, and I know it's something so stupid. It just shouldn't even be there. And then you look at that and you're like, is this the world I want to be in? Is this, is this, is this the world that, that we have? You fucking see shit like this? It doesn't exist, but they're trying to force this shit into your life. It's just fucking stupid. This woman had it right. Texas mom poisoned by husband proved she didn't die by suicide with her final diary entry. Oh, God. (sighs) Dude, she had it right. I I mean, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. This woman, her name is Maria Munoz. Her death initially appeared to be a suicide, but toxicology results and her diary entries put her husband, Joel Pellet, behind bars for life. Now, you might be asking yourself, this sounds like the uh, fucking title of like a soap opera, right? Yeah. Or something <laughs> you can see there. She's a young and healthy text mother. She died unexpectedly. The toxicology report later revealed seven different surgical drugs were found in her system. Was it murder or a terrible accident? The evidence presented at Joel Pellet's trial for the murder of his wife tells a different story from what he told police the day after she died. So she was a stay-at-home mom. She had her two sons and her husband. On September 22, 2020, uh, he called 911 saying Munoz had been taken some prescription pills and was not breathing. First responders tried to save her, but after failed attempts, Munoz was declared dead at 3.58 a.m. the next day. The first officer in the scene, Gregorio de la Cruz, told 48 Hours that Pellet's behavior seemed suspicious. And aspects about the scene didn't quite make sense. So when he went to the house, the body cam was recording. Uh, Pellet, he's a nurse anesthetic person. He was seen dressed in teal surgical scrubs. The video captured some key moments that made De La Cruz suspect that Pellet may have had something to do with his wife's death. One of those key moments was when De La Cruz asked for the pills Pellet said Munoz had taken. Pellet went to the bathroom and De La Cruz says he heard him pull a container from the medicine cabinet. De La Cruz thought it was odd because in his experience, when someone overdoses on drugs, they are usually found yeah. near the person. Yeah, the bottle would be near yeah. them. In this case, the Clausen Pam uh, pills described to, prescribed to Pilat were in another room. Clonazepam, that's how it's said. That's a fucking... Why, why does medicine have to have these weird fucking names, by the way? <clears throat> why can't it be like pill pill three, pill four, pill five? Okay, well, well this is my symptoms. You have to take pill 38, sir. Weird fucking names. Anyway, later Pellet is seen on camera grabbing the pill container from the floor and putting it in his pocket. The other crews wondered why would he take the pills back? Was he hiding something? So anyway, there's a lot of weird evidence on the scene like that. But then they found her fucking diary, which basically said how she's been feeling sick and she's not sure why she's feeling sick. 
this so guy was slowly. She make a diary though, and not go to the doctor. Well, she said. She said, uh, you know, please pray for me. She was putting things in her diary, like I'm going to talk to him tonight. I know we're having some issues. She wasn't feeling very well. He was acting suspicious. She wasn't sure what was going on with her. And they determined that he was poisoning her this whole time through that fucking medication. He was slowly putting it in her system and then finally just said, <clears> fuck <throat> it and just made her overdose on those fucking things. Just, he put too much and it killed her that day. He was trying to do it slowly and surely so it looked like an accident. Yeah. Then he did too much. So they were using her journal to fucking found out that this guy fucking did it, man. So she basically was the first person in human history to die and then get their fucking killer post- it was almost like her spirit led the fucking detectives to the diary. They were sitting there. They were about to leave. And all of a sudden, like a fucking gust of wind blew the window open. And the diary flipped well, open so to the page. why didn't she go to the doctor? It sucks she died. Okay. It's but like she, she, died, yeah. she knew something wasn't right. Yeah. She knew something was definitely going on. Because she's making a video diary saying, mm-hmm. I think he's fucking poisoning me. Yeah. You don't call someone. Even if you're weak. If you're diary. if you have enough energy to put a video out there, you have enough energy to dial nine one one. Like something's not right. I need mm-hmm. help. Can you bring me to the hospital so I can figure this out? Like I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me is odd. And you have two kids. You obviously know something's wrong because you're writing about it in your diary. Yes. Like I'm. Just, I don't know, man. Very fishy story, but I'm glad the guy got caught. Oh yeah, I'm glad he got caught. But it's just like I don't get, I don't get, I don't get it. But why would you even try to kill the bitch? Seriously, just, I mean, there's a thing called divorce, right? It's not that hard mm-hmm. to get one. You just go and you fucking yeah, but file. There's life insurance and stuff, you know. Yeah, maybe we should get rid of life insurance because <clears throat> you got a couple bad people out there to screw it for the rest of everybody else, man. You can't, you can't people trust people will do a lot for money. <laughs> you know, if we lived in a decent world, when someone died, they would just hand you a check. Now you got to wait for all sorts of proof to come back that the person died. I mean, it, it would be... We live in such a bad world of skepticism. Like, listen, I'm not even trying to be funny here. But, like, if someone died around me, I wouldn't even want to report it. I'd, I'd, I'd be too scared to. Like, 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 if I'm sitting here playing basketball at the park and someone just has a Pfizer, I don't know where I'd be like, oh, my God, what the fuck do I... I, I would want to run and hide. Because you report this shit, they're going to be like, oh, you fucking... You, know, you stay around for questioning, sir. Like, I listen, I fucking dunked on him and he had a heart attack. What the fuck do you want me to do? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I obviously, you call a fucking plea. You call someone to help you. But, I mean, seriously, isn't that the way that you fucking live? You live in a crazy world where you have to immediately think, like, hey, you have to prove your innocence. Like, what? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a weird thing. You think about, like, the old handshake days of the fucking 50s black and white TV and... I think people were less skeptical of each other back then. Somewhere along the way, we kind of fucked up. Well, the Denver Zoo finally announced an answer to its recent orangutan paternity mystery with the help of an expert in the field. Maury Povich. I saw this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought this was so damn funny. He's the only man that can do this, you know. The only man that has that power. <sighs> Povich, who's 84... Hosted daytime talk show uh, Maury for 31 years. Uh, and the show was most famous for the segments where the host would announce the results of the paternity test with his catchphrase, You are the father or you are not the father. How many bitches ran in that back fucking room and threw did. their asses on the floor crying? Where do you think you're going to go? You've seen this show, obviously, because you called to come on it. Uh, with your 19th fucking baby daddy. I don't know. Please go throw yourself 
<laughs> and the couch in the back room. <laughs> they always ran. Like, where are you going to run? It's not going to change the fact that he is not the father. Oh, God. And they would have the camera. This bitch just got told the worst news of her life. The seventh person she accused of being the father of her child said no. And she was so sure about this one, too. <sighs> this is almost like a boxer that gets interviewed. They say you never interview a fighter after they've been knocked out. It's it's not it's because they say the weirdest shit. They have no idea where they are. Their brains are fucking splattered. That's why you get knocked out. You were unconscious. Your brain's trying to catch up. You don't ask a mom how they feel after they've been told this man is not the father. As they're crying, you don't you don't put a camera in their face. Same thing. Why they tested twenty fucking men? <laughs> I know that's I'm, interesting. I'm so sure, I know one thousand percent. You are not all twenty of these men are not your baby's daddy. Yeah. How many more did you sleep with that month? I know it's that motherfucker. (laughs) The Denver Zoo posted a video to Facebook showing Maury bringing an end to the mystery of which of the zoo's male orangutans, 30-year-old Barani or 16-year-old Jaya, fathered four-month-old orangutan Siska. Now, when the results were read... Those are some racist-ass names for some orangutans. They don't sound like, you know... Well, when the results were read, did the... Why well, they got to give the, the orangutan some African names? Can we just fucking call it what it is? They give these exotic names that you would think would just come Siska's out Siska's cute. I like that. Yeah. Uh, fresh off receiving the Daytime Emmy's Lifetime Achievement Honor, Maury Povich is here to help us announce the paternity results for Siska, the Post said. The video shows Povich, dressed in a tuxedo, opened a manila envelope containing the paternity test results for del- um, in delivering the results... When it comes to orangutan, four-month-old Siska, Bernai, you are the father. Oh. <laughs> As the other one starts dancing. They were dancing. The other ones were... <laughs> the other chest going, ah, ah, ah. They were beating their chest and shit. Let's see. Oh, that's the 30-year-old one. So the 16-year-old one is like, oh, fucking, thank, oh, thank God. God. I already fathered like 10 of these motherfuckers, man. Huge shout-out uh, to Maury for being oh. so willing to help us share the special news. Thank you for helping making the announcement One of, for the books, the Zoo Post said. That's hilarious you to know, me. Maury Povich has <laughs> ruined the lives and given more bad news to black women than Planned Parenthood. I'm telling you, man. Holy shit. He's told how many women that this man's not the father. Made them cry and run off. Nice but whose fault is that? Out there, huh? <laughs> whose fault is that? I don't know, man. You're... you're- Dumb yeah. ass went to fucking Maury knowing yeah. damn well that you slept with a hundred fucking people. Yeah. And you brought these two men. That's mm-hmm. all you brought. <laughs> I'll never forget there. I remember there was one case where she had like 40 men and they were all not the father. Yeah. Like, what is going on? You just sleeping with everyone in the neighborhood? That's fucked up, man. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get enough of that show. That show was awesome. I, I was glued to the TV when You were almost was on. on the show. Yeah, well, that's a story for a different day. You were almost on the show, people. I'm 100% serious, and I know people are going to be like, wait, wait, what's he talking about? You can't skip the story. We'll tell it real quick. Oh, God. This is when we first got together, way before the kids. We were watching Maury. We, we used to watch that show all the time because we yeah. were broke. We didn't have shit, but we always had drink. And we, but, yeah, we didn't have cable. We always had alcohol, though. <laughs> we didn't have money for food, but we always had a bottle somehow, man. We were yeah. fucking, yeah. We were, we were borrowing money from the fucking cockroaches to fucking get alcohol. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad we stepped in a few of them because I owed them money. Oh, no, back was, in the day, yeah, they were, you could turn, one day. Back in the day, you could turn in DVDs. 
Oh my and get God, money yeah. at oh GameStop. My God, yeah, that's right. Box sets, you go to GameStop and like, oh, here's Christmas. my here's my charm box set. Here's Christmas t- <laughs> 2004. <laughs> they give you cash, give me that you alcohol. Go, yeah. go to the liquor store, go get some. Go get some liquor. We were getting lit, man. Those were the fucking awful days. I'm glad we're done with oh, that. Oh no, yeah. Well, we were in our 20s. Yeah, we're, stupid, we're so. yeah. Everybody had those years. If you say you didn't, you're a fucking liar or a fucking virgin. So anyway. We were watching Maury one day, and then, like, you had a friend at the time, a woman who was dating someone that you knew, and yeah. we were like, hey, we can come up with a story and just get on there. I wonder what they get paid. And then we did some research somehow, and then we found that you got money, you got all stuff, and they would get you out there. You get a free vacation in New York, and we're mm-hmm. like, hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. You text your friend, and we're like, this is the story we're going to come up with. Are you down to do this with us? And they were like, yes, let's do it. We're going to get on board. <laughs> We were going to fucking do it. So, of course, someone had to be the designated caller to get us on the show. Of course, old nerd here has to do it on the spot. <laughs> so, we're watching Maury. The number comes up on the screen. I'm like, let's call this fucking number. And I called it, and some woman answered in, like, the third ring. And, hey, thanks for calling the Maury show. And then they asked me the question. That was the title of the question with the number attached to it that they were waiting for those calls. And I was going along with the story, and I was like... And, and you was, were, like, pretending dude, to cry. My, I was doing the voice crack thing. I was pretending to cry. I was... <laughs> I, was I need a minute. And, and, and the lady was like... She was so sympathetic. She's like, oh, take all the time you need, sweetheart. I know it's, it hurts so bad. And I was like, listen. I was like... And, and, and then she kept asking me, well, does she know that you know? Does she know that you know? I'm like, no, she doesn't know, but I'm going to confront her tonight. And the lady's like, don't tell her tonight. <laughs> Don't tell her. I'm going to talk to my producer. Don't tell her anything until I call you back. And and, and, and I sold it so well. Got a call back within like 20 minutes with with an offer. Plane ticket. Or not plane ticket. Because we, train we, we lived in New York. They were like, yeah. yeah, there were train tickets. They were going to pay us. How many days of work are you going to miss? We'll give you $100 a day. And I was like, that's not enough. And they upped it to like 250 a day for each person. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't. We didn't do it because like you, you didn't want your mom to see it. Because your mom wouldn't understand that we were just fucking around. Yeah. It would have been funny, though. Dude, I, that's one big regret. We should have gone through with it. Yeah. Because I had a friend, like, a year later that trolled the Maury show and got on there. He was in the audience, like, dancing, and that clip was on YouTube. And you had people cheering and shit. I think that could have been us, damn it. Yeah. I would have been, I would have been all, I, man, I could have gotten a reality well, show. Well, at the time, I was talking to my mom. Yeah. And the last thing I want, because I remember talking to her about it, and I talked to my dad about it. Like, yeah. everyone freaking knew. Yeah. And I almost, she was the one that was like, don't do that. You're not going to want to do that. It's yeah, going to be out there forever. Always, yeah. Like, a, So I'm just like, whatever. But I could have been, because I, I was so good on the phone yeah. with the fake tears. And I would have done that called, in person. They called and called for They begged. Days. They were begging us to come on there because the story I came up, I forgot what the story was exactly. But on the spot, it was so good that they, they, were, they wanted us. I could have sworn it was you were cheating with my best friend, who I, I, had, I had a friend at the time. And the two of you were going to come on and let me and her boyfriend know. That's right. That and maybe she was pregnant or something. I, and I we were remember. both supposed to be blindsided. That's right. And yeah, because they were like, "Don't tell her. Don't tell yeah. her. Don't tell her." Man, that would have been great. Because we would have been invited back to those. Like, man, remember Can that fucking, fucking crazy guy on the show? The kids on YouTube and stuff right now would find that clip. No, I'm glad we didn't do that. Yeah, my kids, it was a fucking joke. It was a joke. We just we just did it to troll people. Oh God, I'm so glad <sighs> we didn't do that. All right, so we went on. That. So there's your story, people. <sighs> So Florida police seized 309 animals from a mobile home before arresting an overwhelmed woman. My first thought was, wait, where, where is your secret warehouse at? There were 309 cats are hidden. <laughs> but it wasn't you. It was in Frostproof, Florida, where a woman's been arrested for animal cruelty and animal neglect. 
after having 164 birds. Damn. 142 cats. Oh my god, it must smell so bad. And only three dogs, you fucking bigot. And they're all in the same place? Yeah. Oh my god, I can only imagine the amount of fighting that goes on. The birds smell bad enough. Yeah, well, the cat's trying to get to the birds. The Fighting. birds are all probably fucking terrified. I'm dying of heart the attacks. The dogs and the cats going at it. Like, what a the mess. Dogs, the dogs are probably chill. They're probably like, yeah, fuck, dude. They um, there's three spend. dogs to 142 fucking cats. Those cats, those cats are fuck fucking those dogs up. Even one cat would fuck those cats. Yeah. yeah cats are badasses, man. I don't know, dude. I just don't. 164 birds. It must be loud. You know. The cats can probably get quiet. After a certain time, they all go to sleep anyway. They're sleeping all day. Mostly, they're sleeping. Yeah. I, at least half of them are sleeping. Hopefully. <laughs> they don't have a fucking... Until nighttime when the dogs are trying to sleep. Oh my God. And this then they're... It's <laughs> oh, like fucking constant thunder. You can't leave anything on the counter. No. Nothing. Everything's knocked off. Oh, fucking hey. The Polk County Sheriff's Office said the press release that a deputy was dispatched to the home on December 21 to conduct a welfare check on a 75-year-old woman who was reportedly living in a possible hoarder situation with cats in the house. When the officer arrived, he met with 48-year-old Lisa Lackeret on the front yard of the home where the deputy told her he was there to conduct a welfare check on the older woman who turned out to be her mother. She allegedly told the officer she was her mother's caregiver, adding that she had health issues. She asked the officer to wait outside while she went inside to get her mother. As the deputy waited, he reportedly noticed a strong smell of pneumonia, which means they're pissing all the over cats, the place. Yeah. How do you live in... I mean, you would get sick and die. That's too much. You can't inhale that shit. It's toxic to your so body. So the daughter was in on it, too. The daughter didn't seem to mind with all the animals there. And what is the purpose of this? Because she's purposely trying to get her mother outside so the cops don't go in. Yeah. Ugh. As the deputy waited, he reportedly noticed a smell. When Lackert uh, returned 15 minutes later, she told the deputy he can go inside and check on her mother. Oh, my God. The deputy first entered an enclosed porch where he saw several wire cages with about 75 chickens, peacocks, and ducks. Peacocks? Yeah. Some of which appeared to be malnourished and sick. Oh. When the deputy of the... Fucking... Oh, man. When the deputy on the scene went inside the home, the smell of pneumonia became overwhelming, and he reportedly saw 50 cats running around the house, climbing on furniture and sitting on counters. Lacquer told the deputy she rescues cats and cares for chickens and birds. Additional deputies and emergency crews responded to the scene. Of course, you you have to get them out of there. Yeah. Uh, while there, members of the Polk County Fire and Rescue collected air samples to evaluate for pneumonia, which allegedly measured between 70 and 100 parts per million. Anything over 50 was hazardous and possibly lethal to human health as well as other animals. Oh my god, the poor things. The mother was removed from the home to prevent being exposed to the conditions any longer. She was arrested on five counts of animal cruelty, 304 counts of neglect, and one count of neglecting an elder. And she was sent to Polk County Jail, man. Yeah, she admitted to deputies she knew the conditions of the residence were not good for humans or animals, adding that she was overwhelmed by the amount of animals at the home and it became too much to manage. So stop taking... She said that she's the one rescuing these things. Yeah. So stop taking them and bringing them home. They're all being sent uh, to an animal shelter. You can oh take care God. of them. I don't know how you do this. It's just... It's got to be an addiction. Yeah. How the hell did you get that? How do you capture a bird? I mean, she's not buying them at a pet store. Chickens and ducks. I, I guess a chicken. Oh, my God. That's that's nuts. So she's got chickens and ducks making all sorts of stuff. I, I was thinking, like, like parakeets and shit. 
Mm-hmm. He had like really loud as birds, man. Eaters too. Mm. I, I mean, you got to feed all those animals. She's obviously feeding them because they're not dead. They're malnourished. Doesn't mean they're not eating. They're just yeah. not eating enough. They're probably just they're fighting, fighting each other for food. food. Yeah. yeah. I just don't understand how you think this is a good idea. It's got to be an addiction. I think hoarding is a mental illness anyway. I mean, you remember fucking Mimos, all her buttons and shit, knickknacks, just refusing to yeah. get rid of stuff in the house, you know? And I don't know, man. It's just, it's a, it's a fucking horrible thing to live that way. And, and just imagine that smell. It's bad enough when you have one litter box and the cat misses it and fucking it's on the floor. You smell it for five seconds, you're immediately cleaning it up with Clorox wipes. Can you imagine not cleaning it and just smelling it all day, all the time? That's the only air you're getting. Ugh. It is 70 to 100 parts per million Gross. fucking pneumonia. I don't know, man. I have one more. After popping up in McDonald's locations around the globe, Squishmallows are finally ready to make their debut here in the U.S. And these are the cutest fucking things. Those are toys? Yeah. Starting December 26th, which is today. Is it today? Yeah, it's today. Well, yeah. this is... Okay, so it was yesterday, because we're recording on the 26th, but... Yeah. What the fuck day is it? Well, Listen, it, well, it came out. <laughs> yeah, what pill do you want? The blue or the red pill, man? The adorable stuffed toys will be available at McDonald's locations nationwide as part of a new Happy Meal. So are the... They're going to be in the Happy Meal. Hmm. So are the adult Happy Meals still going? I think it was just a limited time thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. The Can't Miss collection includes a total of 12 Squishmallows, with one of the toys serving as a surprise mystery character that they haven't released. And given the grim- uh, that Grimace just had his best year ever thanks to a viral milkshake, it should come as no surprise that the Squishmallows collection also includes a Grimace toy. The Grimace Squishmallow can be seen sporting a pair of red headphones and you may want to grab your headphones too because each character comes with a unique playlist. We highly suggest getting your hands on the Squishmallows Happy Meal early. This one is sure to go fast. Oh, I bet. I bet so too. But these are like, they look super, super cute, man. Oh my so god. Super. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Fuck it's off. Been a rough, Fuck it's off. been a rough holiday week, it has. It's been a long week very long it, week man so it was a we didn't even get to relax today because we had to go out of the house like oh my god so whatever we didn't talk about that fucking chair what chair oh yeah i'm upset about the chair so we ordered our daughter a chair for christmas and it's a sign of me being older because this was not the worst thing we've ever gotten that had to be put together but i think it's just being older and not having patience or time for this shit or just things not making sense we ordered her an office chair for a school desk that was the color blue, her favorite color. Mm-hmm. And it came in the mail. And we're trying to put this thing together. And the pieces just weren't working out. The nuts and bolts they sent were too short. Oh, first short. of all, there was no directions. Oh, yeah, no directions in the box. None. I, we looked. Here's some screws. Yeah. <laughs> trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> no, what? What? product comes with yeah. no direction no where directions. did this come from like what country the arm pieces were the only piece that we were struggling with because it wasn't fit right like it, it wasn't shaped right it, it wasn't the most expensive thing so i wasn't really upset about what happens next to this thing <laughs> we get one side on but you have to like jerry rig it it's like the hardest thing to get one of these things screwed in the second one wasn't happening we both took turns with it i fucking left the room i was like i'll be back in a little bit to try again because i was getting so mad with it 
came back a little while later, tried it again. I threw a screw against the wall. I was getting so mad. I'm like, these things aren't the right fucking size. It, it, there's no way. No, because we could screw it into the, the seat itself. But yeah. if you put the handle above the hole and try to screw it through the it handle just, it to wasn't the seat, enough it, wouldn't, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't do anything. It just wouldn't get in there. You would just turn this shit for the rest of your life and it would never make progress. Oh, God. So I'm like... Fuck this. Out of nowhere. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck. I, I had the moment of clarity where I was just done. Took the thing apart. The, like the like the two pieces that wouldn't fit together. I put it in the back of the car. I'm like, it's fucking gone. And now that chair is is at a Walmart because we forgot it was in the back of... <laughs> forgot it was in the SUV. We have to get rid of it. But yeah, it's, it's fucking gone. So people out there that have no patience will probably appreciate that. And that are opening presents for their kids and putting shit together. We just got to buy stuff that's already together. Yeah. Yeah, so we got her a chair that we're just going to have to buy another one now that's already put together at the store in that fucking color. It's going to cost me a few yeah. more bucks, but I don't give a shit. I'm never, I'm, I don't, I don't want to have to put shit together again. I did it for years. So I thought I was done. <laughs> but one good thing that came out of Christmas, though, because we, we did forget this as well, was we sent the freaking awesome present up to our, uh. Oh, to my sister. To our, I, I didn't know what to call the kid because he's, he's, I mean, you had a great analogy that we're like his grandparents at this point. We fucking send like really nice shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with her and her mom's situation, you know, same shit going on. But it's a really great present. She sent the video of the baby playing. Mm -hmm. And it was the one moment for me that felt like Christmas still. Because for me, that's what it's about. Seeing a child open up a gift and smiling, you know. So freaking like these kids were happy, yeah. but it's it's the yeah it's like the little little kids the that, joy that they get the of joy. getting a, like a cool toy the belief it's yeah like, like oh now my it's God, now it's like clothes from? and it's like yeah it's not know, the same it's like why because it's like oh yeah. jewelry for me Christmas so, is about the Santa thing it's about the yeah. Santa the belief and the presence being with your family the whole religious uh, thing behind it it was never about the presence it was always about the anticipation of Christmas mm-hmm. Eve and Christmas Day. That was what it was, and that was severely missing from this household the past couple of years because they're older now, you know. And yeah. seeing that was really cute. So I know we were shitting on Christmas earlier, but that was the, that was the one shining moment for us, I think, was seeing that like yeah. a, like a ten second clip. Mm-hmm. Watch it. I don't know how many times we were talking about it, like all day. Like, oh, isn't that the cutest thing? Mm-hmm. So we are officially old. <laughs> Some people say I have a great determination. I have great willpower. I can do whatever I want. I can quit anything. I can do whatever I want. What I set my mind to. I think this guy here has me beat. He's a Texas man who was so determined to kill her ex, his ex's new boyfriend that he traveled hundreds of miles to get there. Damn, good for him. So he traveled hundreds of miles to kill this that's, woman. That's dedication, man. That's dude, really not liking someone. Dude, I can't believe it. To kill, he, to kill this woman's new boyfriend, he traveled hundreds of miles, but ended up murdering the wrong man. <laughs> was sentenced that's to 27 awesome. years in prison. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, so he goes to jail, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Your ex is still with that fucking man because you <laughs> murdered the wrong one. So Dude. if you're sitting in your cell, like, just just remember that. She's getting She's still clapped. banging that guy. <laughs> She's getting clapped across town. And you're murdering <laughs> someone. You're beating some guy just trying to get home to his family. With a fucking candlestick <laughs> in the kitchen. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know, man. Kendall Morris, who's 26 was sentenced after he was found guilty of murder in the death of Robert Cooley, who was just cooling out, you know. According to the Madison County Sheriff's Office, Morris drove from Houston to Arlington on May 4, 2020, to shoot his ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend, but instead mistakenly shot Cooley, 24. Houston and Arlington were approximately 250 miles apart at the time of the murder. 
This guy's an idiot. A fucking idiot. 200, how can you get it so wrong? Yeah. 250 miles apart. Investigator, she was like more than six hours away. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Investigator said Morris believed he spotted the boyfriend in the parking lot of an apartment complex on Barden Green Drive in Arlington. He then shot and killed Cooley, who was not the man Morris was looking for. He was taken into custody later that day in the city of Madisonville, which is located near Houston. The murder charge against a second suspect in connection with the shooting was dismissed, court records show. So this guy went all that way and killed the wrong fucking person, man. I mean, can you imagine? I just think it's hilarious because he's literally going to be sitting in jail and she's still with the guy because you, you didn't do it right. And some lucky guy got killed instead. <laughs> Fucking hate, dude. I feel bad for that guy, obviously, but like I, I just I think this is hilarious. Uh, I mean, I guess at this point you have to think of it this way: you were that bad of a spouse that this person moved 250 miles away mm-hmm. and already established a relationship with someone else. Yeah. At that point, you have to let it go. Yeah, like you gotta let it, it up, go, man. man. You gotta let that shit go. It's to throw your life away. Obviously, she did the right thing, but not saying yeah, that he obviously. was willing to drive that far to go kill someone. I mean, at least... To get her back. Like, what would she... She ain't going to come back to you. I mean, you could always ask, like, what did she see in this guy? But obviously, she was turned on by his determination mm-hmm. and his motivation. He was very driven. A very driven individual. Good. I guess she didn't know he was an asshole. Yeah. Good job. You like that one, huh? Mm-hmm. That was a nice stick of the landing there, so... It's the last one, babe. It's the last one. It's your favorite one of the episode. So thanks for telling me because I really couldn't <laughs> figure it out. I had no fucking clue that's why you liked it so much. But I'm glad and I'll try to remember for Friday's live show that we're doing at 6 o'clock. If we stop doing, yeah. if we stop doing the show, is we, we going to have a party? I don't know what the hell we're going to do. If we have our last episode. And I know like people are people are going to fucking ask me. And I'm, it's not even guaranteed. We're just... They can they can harass you all they well, want. I mean, we're, just, we're just saying, man, it's been a long time. It's been five years now, know. you know, and... The show's been great. No complaints, you know. No complaints. Just it's just become something that we just do all the time now. And it's like, well, what if we don't do it anymore? I guess we're at that point now. You know, like, what if we don't do it anymore? Maybe that's where we're at. We're, we're not hating it. We're not like, you know, not liking it anymore. Because yeah. if, if we didn't like it, we just wouldn't do it. Now we're just at that point. Like, what next? You know, how long are we realistically going to do this? What do we want from it? That kind of thing. We haven't figured it out yet. Well, we wouldn't have to talk to each other anymore. Which would be that, great. That would be nice. Which would be great. We would go to. <laughs> absolute zero time together which would be phenomenal trust me but no seriously I mean that that's just where we're at right now and it's easier to figure out if you have the flexibility of a month to month deal instead of a yearly thing going on because then yeah. if we want it we can so that's basically what we're doing here at this point so don't panic if you're fans of the show and are freaked out at the moment it's not going to go away right away if that's even the case at all so we'll be on a month to month contract yeah that's it pretty much so, so there you go that's a perfect way to put it this person wants to know am I the asshole for making my kids wait to open their Christmas gifts. Wait until when? That's the that, question. That's here. what I need to know. Like, how long are you making them wait? How old are these kids? I don't know. Because that's the that's messed up. What's an acceptable amount of time? Let's, I don't let's know. say they're all I, looking up. I don't know. Because the, the one year, and this was like maybe a few years ago, the kids were up at 3 a.m. and we're like, oh, well. Let's just get it done. <laughs> 3 a.m. Yeah. Here we are opening gifts. We yeah. didn't make them wait. Yeah. And that was 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like it, it depends. When everyone's up and feeling good, go for it. 
Unless there's like a family situation. Someone yeah. can't be there for a couple of days, but I still wouldn't make them. I'd be like, okay, you're going to have to FaceTime because these kids can't wait this long. I say you're not the asshole already. Just based on, it depends what the reasoning is, but just yeah. preliminary thoughts, I think you are the asshole because Christmas is, is a togetherness <laughs> thing. If you got like grandma and grandpa are sleeping upstairs, they came over to visit, you're like, oh, the kids want to open a present. You know they're going to be sleeping for a while. We'll let them open them now. I think that's an asshole because these people want to see it. They want to be a part of it. You know, you got to wait till everyone's ready. fucking waking them up. Like, wait, yeah. no. You wait till every, everyone's ready. <clears throat> so here we go. Here's the background. I have three kids. Two are in high school and one is 12. The 12 year old got really sick on the 23rd, the eve of Christmas Eve. 103.8 degree fever. Yeah, Eve, they, they must be super fucking Christmassy people. <laughs> the eve of Christmas Eve. Fucking idiots. 103.8 degree fever. Aches, tummy hurt. He just felt lousy. I put him to bed and he stayed there all day on the 24th. By that night, he still was very sick. Normally, we open family presents on Christmas Eve, but we decided to wait. My 12-year-old is at that age where I don't think he believes, but he wants to after I put him to bed. Santa came and we all crossed our fingers that there would be a Christmas miracle and he would feel better. But Christmas morning, we normally open Santa presents. He really tried to get up. He took a shower, said he was well enough to go down and see what Santa brought. I took one look at the presents, turned right around, and went back upstairs and crawled in the bed. I said we would wait to open gifts until he was better, but one of my teens had an attitude about it all day, and tonight my husband said he felt bad that we made the kids wait to open their gifts. Yeah, that's bullshit. I'm not liking this person. Yeah. The teen, the It's a 12-year-old. Yeah. They're old enough. Yeah. So the teens should be allowed to open their gifts, and then yeah. the 12-year-old, no one touched the 12-year-old stuff. Yeah. The 12-year-old will have their Christmas Day, you know, whenever yeah. they're feeling better, period. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's messed up. Special circumstance. You have to yeah. call an audible, man. You fucking roll like with it. Like, it sucks the kid is sick, but the other kids shouldn't have to, even if they're high school students, they shouldn't have to It's common sense and understanding. They, they all waited for this one day. Yeah. You don't make everyone suffer because one person's left out. People are going to be left out. This is life. And I don't. Does a twelve-year-old really give a crap no, their high school brother or sister got? No, I want to see you open up a new pair of fucking underwear, kid. Yeah, you know, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't. This mom or dad, whoever this is, is an idiot. Do you even understand the reasoning behind why they would want to do it? Like, oh, it's a family thing to get. We always do it this way. Right. Well, next it, there, there's always next year. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I get it. This guy. I, I just think these people. They they like things their way. They can't deal with. Adversity or change that can't call an audible, you know. I said we wait to open gifts until he was better, but one of my teens had an attitude about it all day, and tonight my <laughs> husband said he felt bad. Now I'm second-guessing everything. I thought it would be cruel to let the kids open their gifts while their little brother was sick upstairs. But tonight my husband said we would have let them open their gifts, and he has me feeling like an asshole. I suppose I could have picked out a couple of gifts for them to open, but I have no idea which gifts are which. Santa wraps everything in red paper. Oh my God, this person's an idiot. You're talking to fellow adults here, and you still write Santa wraps everything in red paper. <laughs> Get the fuck. I'm thinking of Buddy the Elf right now. <laughs> Someone who just loves Christmas. Yeah. You I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> Santa wraps everything in red paper, and many of the packages look similar. You are Santa, you fucking idiot. Even though they have the kids' names on them, I have no idea which gifts are which, so it's hard to pick out a couple. I didn't want one kid to open a pair of socks and another kid to open their big gift. That's why you put the big it's, gift in the I'm pack. I'm sorry. A package Idiot. of socks does not look like a big no. gift. And it's soft and squishy. Exactly. The socks don't come in unless they put them in a freaking clothing box or something. Like, you yeah. should be able to tell. You know what? My mom did that. In a clothing box? She put clothes in clothing boxes. We, I remember My those. mom did it too. And my grandparents did it. And they were just trashy. Like, why are we, why are we wasting so much cardboard? And they would always be like uh, Christmassy. Like, yeah. Uh, 
clothing boxes, like with yeah. designs and stuff on them, or it would say Merry yeah. Christmas. And, like it's just going to the trash. What? I felt like I fucking lived at Macy's because all the fucking clothing yeah. boxes. Like, I felt like I was a worker. They were all folded the back and shit. You had to unwrap it, and then you had to open the freaking stupid clothing yeah, the box, box with the tissue paper. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? It's a fucking ugly t-shirt with an alligator on the corner. I don't want this shit. Where's my Sega? Oh, I opened it already hours ago. Oh, my God. You want to see what I look like when I'm <laughs> Yeah, so, li- yeah. That's a nice callback to an earlier one right there. <laughs> Oh man, I don't fucking, I just don't fucking get this woman. Just a real idiot. Even though they have the kids' names on them, I have no idea what they are. I don't open the big gift. Tonight, my 12 year old seems to be improving a bit. His fever is now around 102, but he stayed in bed sleeping all day, and I'm just really hoping he's much better tomorrow. Not only does he feel lousy, he feels like he ruined Christmas, which I keep telling him not to worry about. See, even the 12 year old feels yeah. like they ruined Christmas. But they, they yeah, they feel shouldn't. bad because the their brothers and sisters, whatever, I don't know what the sexes of those people. But, like, they weren't able to open their gifts. Let them freaking open their damn gifts. Because yeah. now these kids feel bad for being sick. They can't blame the 12-year-old either. Like, no, our parents are idiots. Oh, yeah. my God, this mom is an idiot. Because the dad's mad about it, too. Like, yeah. this mom is a freaking moron. Complete asshole here. So, basically, I didn't think I was asking too much for making the kids wait. It's not like I'll make them wait for days and days when my husband now thinks I was wrong for making them wait. Maybe it was. Maybe I am an asshole for making my older kids wait to open their presents until their little brother was... Well enough to join them. I'm not really sure, so I really want to know. Am I the asshole? Yes. I don't even have to think about it. Yes. Complete asshole. I get where she's coming from, though. I do. I get where she's coming from. Yeah, but she... these are... If these were... If these were little... I, I know. I, I still don't even see it then. I don't know. I can see it. I can see it, though. Just no. Give them their fucking gifts. The twelve-year-old will have their special day like tomorrow yeah. when he's feeling better. Don't get me wrong. I understand she, this woman's an asshole. There's there's no coming back from that. But I do understand where she's coming from. She's an asshole with with good intentions. I think I get it. I mean, she's a mom. Probably is like, hey, listen, man. This is she's having a hard time letting go. It's like this, is like we are. We're having a hard time with this shit. Yeah. At least I am. I'm having a real hard time with these kids getting older, especially. Christmas, I always get depressed, even more so than usual now. Yeah. It, it's sad. It really is. You know? So maybe she's trying to hold on, like, hey, I want the kids to get... She sees them as kids still, probably, and is like, hey, I want you guys to do it together so I can still hold on to that little bit of awesomeness that it used to be. You know? I, I, maybe that's what it is. I feel bad for her, but she's an asshole here. Yeah, complete asshole. Complete freaking asshole. Yeah. You, you should make them wait. I mean, it doesn't excuse what she did, but I do feel bad for her. She's an asshole, but she's not... She's she's probably the best asshole we've had here, I think. No. Damn. No, it's Christmas. You're I taking, you're I taking kids' Christmases away for for days. I get it. I get it. They were supposed to open stuff up on Christmas Eve. They yeah. couldn't. So she waited to Christmas Day. Well, then she said, no, can't do it today either because he's still sick. Mm-hmm. So now we've... Now, I wonder if they got... Today's the 26th. I wonder if they were able to open their damn gifts yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, is the other kid still sick? Like, I would be pissed at this yeah, point. Yeah, how long Christmas is over we and wait? we can't even open anything? You're going to make this kid force himself out of bed out of guilt. You know, and the, and the yeah. high schoolers, you know, they're always on their phone. Their friends are praying, like, what'd you get for Christmas? I, I got know. this. Well, they're I, sick. I, you yeah, can't open can't touch anything. Like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. Yeah, complete asshole. I don't like her. Screw you. All right. Slam her gavel down, Judge. She is an asshole. I'm with yeah. you on this one, Judge. So anyway. And what's with the dead? I don't know, man. He's a fucking She obviously coupled. wears the pants in the family, man. Like, no. Yeah. Get out there, Dad, and go mm-hmm. hand the gifts out. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus. You call an audible, man. You roll with the punches. This is <laughs> life, dude. 
That one so morning when everyone was up. just having a hissy fit, but not yeah. doing anything about it. Everyone was up at 3.30 in the morning, so we're like, fuck it, let's just do it. I mean, you just, hey, we didn't plan on it, but it happened, so we just dealt with it. We don't have to, no, you guys know we have to watch the show in the morning. We got to watch the parade first. We open up after the parade. Like, no, you fucking stop with your stupid shit. Mm-hmm. You, you change, you alter your plans based on what happens around you and life with Christmas and other shit like this. It's, it's, it's you know, it's bigger than your wants and needs, so. What do you got planned for the next couple of days? We're almost a Friday already. Yeah, I know. I, I got I got nothing. Less than a week to go. Absolutely nothing. I'm going to leave the tree. I was thinking about the tree. I'm like, no. I'm going to leave it up this year until New Year's. Yeah. I like the tree. The tree's pretty. That's fine. No, it is a very nice looking tree. Less than a week to go until we're in yeah. 2024. It's going to be a wild year, man. I'm excited for it. The end of civilization as we know at the beginning of Civil War. Who knows what's going to happen, <laughs> but we are going to be here as long as we can. To hopefully, uh, you know, narrate this weird fucking life we've got together. What are you gonna be doing? Anything else? No, that's it. Nothing. Listening to you, One Tree Hill. Yeah, listen to you watch One Tree Hill. Singing that damn song over <laughs> and over again, man. And the fucking uh, over and over again. I was I was singing the hell out of that song. I don't know the words to it, but when you, I learned you the words came to out it, and you said the one line, and then I I finished with the you second line. This, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love that song. That might be my. I might start randomly singing that song on the show, and then you're just gonna have to nail the second part for me, <laughs> like we did with the uh, other fucking show, Sons of Anarchy, or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that and uh, hanging ding, out, ding, man. Ding. That's it, yeah. <laughs> That's it, the little fucking note. Oh, Tell me where you can find us. You can find us at Voice Misery on all platforms and Voice Misery Podcast at gmail.com.